Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. I'm Sam. I am. Welcome to the Lifeboat live stream. We're going to start off with something um, along the lines of what you just watched, those of you waiting in the live stream anyway. And it's a video about the Lincoln conspirators. And I think this has some historical significance in today's time. Uh, you know, we're, we're taught in the government schools about... Uh, the Lincoln assassination and John Wilkes Booth and that sort of thing. We're not told this part of history. And I think it's an important story to tell. Uh, and I want you guys to uh, watch it here. And it's, uh, there, it's silent. There's no words to it. There's music. I'm, pro I'm not even going to play that because of copyright, but I'll be sure to show the credits at the end for these guys. They did a phenomenal job. They've taken old pictures and photographs of the people involved, uh, the locations involved and so forth. Starts off with the pistol that was used um, and assembled them with some facts and things that I'm going to uh, read you guys as it plays here for the, for the podcast audience. So here we go. Maybe a little music. Very low. Okay. So this is John Wilkes Booth and his supposed demons. And I might speed this up just a little bit. There's the shot in the theater, of course. And he's riding away on his horse. Of course, they catch him, I believe, and drag him out of the barn. They shot one guy and another guy surrendered. Um, and then they go through how we got to that faithful night. And that's the, I think, interesting part. So this is Mary Stewart. She was one of the conspirators. This was her boarding house. This is where they met to plot and scheme the assassination of Lincoln. Here's one of the guys, um, Lewis Thornton Powell. He was uh, attempted to assassinate the Secretary of State. And in his picture here, he almost, he reminds me of like a Brad Pitt. You know, he's uh, 20s, late 20s, early 30s. Uh, good-looking guy I think and I believe especially that picture and he was also uh, served with the second Florida infantry and later with uh, the Rangers and he was also Secret Service Confederate Secret Service so these secret agencies have been in there manipulating things for a long long time this is David Harold he was uh, cornered with Booth in the barn uh, Booth got shot. He surrendered. I believe spent his life in jail. This is uh, George Atzerod. Eh, I don't know the last name. His job was to kill Vice President Andrew Johnson, but he lost his nerve. So do you get it? Their goal was to take out the president, the vice president, and the secretary of state in one fail swoop. Was Michael Olangan, 
Hold on, I want to back up. I missed what it said about him. Um, he served life in prison at the Dry Torgus. I think this goes through what happened to all of them. Samuel Bland Arnold, he was a conspirator, life in prison. Edmund Spangler, guilty of being a conspirator, life in prison. Samuel Alexander Mudd, guilty of being a conspirator, life in prison. John Surratt, now he fled to Canada. He ended up um, eventually being brought back to justice after he changed his appearance and everything. Uh, and he was eventually released from prison, started a family, and you know died of old age or of pneumonia from old age. So there he is after he was brought back from Italy, I believe. Interesting that the guy runs back to Italy of all places. Here's the courtyard of the Washington Arsenal, 1865. And they've built gallows. And they've got four nooses. And they have the people's arms... In some cases, they're the two guys, their legs bound, arms bound behind their back. They're on a platform that's supported by two boards at the bottom with two soldiers underneath. And what they're going to do is once they get the noose around their neck, they're going to pull the support beam out from underneath, dropping that platform down. There you can see the two soldiers underneath, dropping the platform down, and they fall and snap their neck. And there they are. And one of those was Mary, a woman. And the other three were the men. And then they had boxes and holes ready to go. Put them in the ground. Bye-bye. And there's the Fort where Fort Jefferson, where most of the other conspirators were sent, and a lot of them died in prison of pneumonia and so forth. So, just want to run the credits here real quick. Assuming we can get it to play in a. There we go. Kevin McLeod, the Jungle Punks. I think that's some of the music. Artsken.com did this. Thought it was a great. Great little historical lesson for you guys. Okay. I want to go back to this right here. It's a picture from the 26th, 1.39 a.m. Now, yesterday, last night I watched it. The lights went out at 11 p.m. Um, the White House is actually dark. This is my tweet. Uh, unlike the Democrats' fake news photograph in the article below for the 6th, night in a row why do you think that is where's the president if he's living there why is the porch light off right because if we look at this picture somewhere right here you can see viral photo of the white house going dark in quotes that was shared by dems is from before trump presidency a viral photo showing the white house with its lights off shattered by are shared by numerous Democrats during demonstrations in Washington, D.C., is at least five years old and was edited to make it seem darker. You can see there's a porch light hanging down. You may not be able to see this at home, but um, there's the porch light right here 
hanging down and they went and blacked it out. They like painted over it and then dimmed the whole area to make it look like the lights were out when the reality is the lights were not out. <laughs> they faked this and this fake news was shared by Hillary Clinton, uh, Bill Proskelly, some other Democrat and a former Obama strategist, Dave Axelrod, David Axelrod. So, they pushed this fake news out, and they couldn't find one with the lights off. I, I mean, I'm not saying they don't exist, that they're not out there, but this is what they did to push this narrative and jumped on. If, they, if those photos were out there, wouldn't they be, you know, why wouldn't they just find one of those? So it's got me kind of wondering if, if we're in the supposed 10 days of darkness, and this is what it's referring to. Perhaps. And apparently the Lincoln Memorial went dark as well. And uh, the Park Service, we'll get to it. They're trying to figure out why that is. Because it's not a normal thing for that to happen, but it did. Now, if they're building gallows between the stands and the White House, then the stands are for the press. That's what those were, is press stands. But... Uh, they're not doing that. They started taking it down today. Doesn't mean they couldn't put it back up, but I can also see where I'm thinking, can you think of a more appropriate place? Well, that's going to be memed the shit out of. <laughs> so they probably will pick a place like this rather than a white house or something. Um, so I, and I started off this thread kind of asking people, do you know where this is from? Showing the photo of the hanging, uh, and I want to show you this right here because this is Tulsi Gabbard. I'm not a huge fan of her politics, but I think she makes some excellent points in this. And I want you guys to, uh, to hear it. As soon as that opens, there we go. Talking about domestic terrorism, because that's the focus all of a sudden, is these darned domestic terrorists, which is basically Former code for false flag. Congresswoman Gabbard from Hawaii, Democrat, joins us now. Congresswoman, great to see you. Uh, I know you've just you been too, out of Brian. the job for a week or two. Are you surprised they're pushing forward with this uh, extra surveillance on would-be domestic terror? Uh, it's so dangerous. You know, as you guys have been talking about, this is an issue that all Democrats, Republicans, independents, libertarians should be extremely concerned about, uh, especially correct. because we don't have to guess about where this goes or how this ends. When you have people like former CIA director John Brennan openly talking about how he's spoken with uh, or heard from appointees and nominees in the Biden administration who are already starting to look across our country. Uh, for these types of movements similar to the insurgencies they've seen overseas that, in his words, he says, make up this unholy alliance of religious extremists, uh, racists, bigots, uh, he lists a few others, and adds at the end, even libertarians. So when you look at their process and they start looking at, okay, how do, what characteristics right. are we looking for as we're building this profile of a potential extremist, uh, what are we talking about? A religious extremists? Are we talking about uh, Christians, evangelical Christians? What is, an, what is a religious extremist? Is it and this is what I explained to you guys 
about the gun confiscations, the mass gun confiscations that are going on right now. They disguise it and call them red flag laws, and it's only the most extreme elements. I mean, we have to go to the court, and the judge has to agree with us uh, with whatever we write down on the paper, do basically no investigation. But yeah, okay, yeah, go ahead and go take their guns and those end in shootouts lots of times. And then when they got those people rounded up, what do they do? Work at the edges and work their, start at the edges and work their way in and keep cracking down and cracking down and cracking down one step at a time. And I'm reminded this is a picture of visitors standing in front of the quotation from Martin Niemöller on display in the United States Holocaust Memorial Museum. He was a Lutheran minister and an early Nazi supporter who was later imprisoned for opposing Hitler's regime. And he's famous for this poem that I'm going to read. It says, first they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. And then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. And then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. And that's where things are heading right now. That is exactly what they're doing. This is this capital insurrection was nothing more than a, a modern day Reichstag fire. And now the focus all of a sudden is turning to domestic terrorists. This is playing out all over again, folks. Clear as day. It worked the last time. Why don't we try it again? Um, here's what happened on the White House. Actually, no, I don't think I have it open. So this is a little 22-second time lapse of the changing of the administration. So you've got, and actually I do want to turn quality up here for this one. Let's go 1080. So that'll look good. Um, this is the the White House live stream, and there's four different ones, you know, at various uh, positions, but kind of one close up here in the top left, one a little further out in the bottom down there. You can see the whole press stands down here on the bottom left. And then this is kind of back across the street in the bottom right. Um, and this is the old administration. This is Trump moving out. This is on uh, Inauguration Day. Trump's moving out. Biden's moving in. And they turned it into a 20-second time lapse. So you can see kind of some people moving in and out. The lights come up. And if you look up here in the top light, just like they had at the inauguration, they brought in some of these uh, boom lights on a boom kind of thing so that they could light up the whole White House and supposedly just film the transition of the administration, right? And then all of a sudden those lights go out. Here, let's do that a little slower if we can. And then uh, those lights go out, the White House lights, all of a sudden you can see the porch lights on and it goes completely dark. 
And you can see the Washington Monument is still lit up. But the White House is dark and the press uh, area is still on. And then I think those lights go out eventually. No, that was busy all night, which is interesting. And every day since then, throughout the night, the White House has been dark. And I haven't checked today, but I, we can in the comments. Uh, it won't be dark yet. The lights would still be on. They go out at 11. Has it always been that way? Have they? If they turn off lights in the deep of night, um, do they leave the porch light on? I would think that they would. But I don't know for sure. Okay. We'll come back to the White House in the next day's bombing run uh i want to show you this we talked about i did a crypto episode earlier we talked about this tweet specifically uh about trump saying uh i think it's down here the economy he tweeted out the trump economy is setting records and has a long way to go however if anyone but me takes over in 2020 i know the competition very well there will be a market crash the likes of which has not been seen before keep america great if you remember, this is um, this is Ezra telling us this. He told us about Bitcoin, and then like the next two days, Bitcoin have retraced 30, 35%, something like that. Uh, now he's saying Trump told us, you know, if you're thinking in, in context of Trump's sending us comms, is communicating in codes and using analogies and so forth, which I think that he is generally, um, he's telling us the stock market's going to crash as part of this transition, as a necessary step in this process. And of course, this morning, we're, we're, this is what I did the crypto show about. We're in the middle of um, a revolt against the establishment. And there's suggestions that like, oh, it's all uh, random and this and that. Let me, I'll see if I can find this. Uh, this tweet that I'm looking for, it might take me just a minute. Um, no, where is it? Mm, of course, I might have passed it at this point. But it shows, um, it shows an after P tweet about GameStop specifically. And uh, it's rather interesting to take a look at. I'm hoping I can find it here. I, yeah, right here. So it's showing EM, which is Elon Musk. And at the bottom, it says, nobody playing the game gets a free pass. Nobody. Of course, GameStop, the slogan is power to the players. So it's highlighting playing and players. And EM is mentioned in the same drop. This is from 2018. And it's saying Reddit and Elon Musk sparked a GameStop stock surge. GameStop stock surge. <laughs> it's practically a tongue twister. Sparked a GameStop stock surge while a AMC and BlackBerry are next. So what's happening here is they these retail investors in this um, Wall Street Bets, WSB group, found a huge short position against GameStop. 
and uh, they decided to um, start buying and create this campaign to buy the stock and drive the price up. It worked. Now, you know, it's gone up like XRP uh, bull run amount, crazy amount. And all of a sudden, you have these hedge funds that have these short positions that are going to have to liquidate, right? They don't have any choice. And in liquidating, they have to buy more of the stock. And like as it sits right now, if they keep it above $200 until the, uh, I think it's the 30th or the 29th, whenever the end of the month is, they have short positions on another 15 million shares. And all of those are below $200. So if, uh, if the price doesn't go below $200, all those people are going to get liquidated by the end of the month. And they're going to have to go and buy 15 million more shares at whatever price. <laughs> so it could get uh, really ugly and we could see this thing. And of course, that's what drove it up in the first place is it went above their, their uh, option. And then they had to go out and buy on the open market because a short you're selling somebody else's share. And of course, the Wall Street has manipulated this whole game to where there's more shorts than there are issued shares, right? So like they're, it's insane what they're allowing people to do. And so here we have this interesting little tidbit, at least for me, Elon Musk spark this thing. It's an absolute revolt. You've got uh, all of, just like we've seen with the deplatforming, with the, uh, uh, you know, around, um, Parler and all the people getting kicked off of Twitter and YouTube and everything else. Now that retail is uh, betting against the house and winning, all of a sudden they're being deplatformed at least temporarily. They're they're not allowed to buy the the share because you know these guys are customers. The banks and the investment banks and brokerages and hedge funds, they're clients. Right. So their business matters a little more than yours at this point. And at some point down the road, all this is going to be tokenized, tradable on a blockchain, on a DEX with no central authority. There will not be trading hours anymore. It will be 24 seven real time all the time. And they will have no way to bar you from trading a stock. And the game just changed today and it changed in a big way. And you have to understand that the financial reset is part of this whole process as well. So anyway, I talked a little bit more about that in the show that I did this morning or this afternoon. Um, okay. Going, uh, let's see, where do I want to start here? We talked about that. Okay, so the Italy prime minister, there's things that tell me this is happening. Um, and this is another one. Think about all the things that have happened in Italy, what's come out of there, on and on. The Italian PM has resigned. Germany has resigned. Uh, you know, it's a list of like eight or 12 different countries have their leaders all stepping down. Do you think this is all a big coincidence? 
of course. Uh, this guy, Leon Black, CEO of Apollo, he's stepping down. There's an interesting story about that because of his ties to Jeffrey Epstein. Apollo CEO and founder Leon Black has been caught in a web of allegations that he was too close to suicided and disgraced pedophile Jeffrey Epstein after it emerged Black had paid Epstein $158 million after he was released from jail for, you know, being a pedophile. And while Black published a letter in which he admitted that it was a terrible mistake to associate uh, with Epstein, like many people I respected, I decided to give Epstein a second chance. Yes, that's what this was about, a second chance for the, a really nice guy. It wasn't that he had blackmail evidence on him and could force him to give him whatever he wanted or ruin his life. No, that's not what's happening here, obviously. It eventually prompted Apollo to hire uh, Deckert to conduct an independent review of Black's dealings with Epstein and to clear Black's and Apollo's name. Well, today, after the close, Apollo said that the Conflicts Committee completed its independent review of Black's previous professional relationship with Epstein and publicly released the report, which found no evidence that Black had involved uh, was involved in the criminal activities of the late Epstein, who... Uh, was indicted in 2019 on federal sex trafficking charges involving underage girls. Black, quote, believed and witness generally, witnesses generally agreed that Epstein provided advice that conferred more than $1 billion and as much as $2 billion or more in tax savings, the report states, which, needless to say, is ridiculous for a person who was already surrounded by the biggest tax experts on earth who also happened to be Black's employees. <laughs> Nevertheless, to say the so-called acquittal doesn't explain why Black has to retire as CEO because, you know, he was cleared of all wrongdoing, right? And uh, is to be replaced with Mark Rowan, who was last, who uh, last July, Apollo said, would take a step back from his day-to-day -day responsibilities and embark on a semi-sabbatical. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, there's nothing to see here, but you're going to need to come on back into this job full-time and... Yeah, you're going to need to step down. Folks, it's happening, okay? This is not all just random coincidence that all these people are dying. They're dying of COVID. They're dying of heart attacks. They're key people in key places, and all of these CEOs and so forth are stepping down out of the public light. And that's before we even get into the celebrities and stuff that look like they've aged 50 years in the last in the last uh, two or three. Very, very interesting what's happening here. Okay. Donald Trump formed the office of the former president, Palm Beach County, Florida. Today, the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, formally opened the office of the former president. The office will be responsible for managing President Trump's correspondence, public statements, appearances, and official activities to advance the interests of the United States and to carry on the agenda of the Trump administration through advocacy, organizing, and public activism. President Trump will always and forever be a champion for the American people. So he's created basically a PR, official PR channel uh, going forward. Remember, he's also created a new political party, which is, you know, not wasting any time because the next elections aren't until... Uh, yeah, you know, two years, 
I'm just the official story. Maybe, maybe March, but <laughs> who knows? Is that what he's preparing for? Because I think you could make that case without a doubt. Of course, Chief Justice Roberts, who uh, has been accused of all sorts of uh, sex crimes and uh, child trafficking and everything else by Linwood, and he has not sued Linwood over any of these claims, which makes you wonder why. He did the same thing. Lynn did the same thing to Mike Pence. Mike Pence has not sued him for libel or defamation. In chief, if but all now all of a sudden, he's decided to stand down and not preside over the impeachment of Trump. If Chief Justice Roberts can't be bothered to come over for the so-called impeachment, makes you wonder if this uh, exercise is constitutional at all. Well said, Rand Paul, but not for the reasons you think. <laughs> Lethe, not Roberts, to provide over to preside over impeachment trial. Another interesting little data point that suggests all is not as it seems. Uh, okay, uh, mainstream media told us that this button on the desk here, this is in the Oval Office, um, we've got Biden sitting at the desk, uh, that this desk, that this button was to get Diet Cokes because Donald Trump, he, drink, he drinks 12 Diet Cokes a day, he's such a bad person, and he presses the button and somebody comes in with a fresh Diet Coke, just like that. Um, well, this box went missing, but the, uh, we went through the official history of it. Uh, it's, a, it's a box to communicate with the Secret Service. Um, this box is different from the original one. The original one has straight sides. This one's tapered. It's a, it's a lighter uh, stain, lighter color. And if you notice, there's no wire. All the other ones and all the other photos have a wire. This one does not. So it looks like they've updated it. Uh, I thought this was a fake, but somebody of course went and found a picture of Trump with this one on his desk. There's also pictures of the one with the wire running out of the back with all the other presidents. So again, the question is still, why was this removed from the desk? I mean, maybe they put it back. I think we're being like dropped little hints here. Um, it, it, I don't know, I don't know. But it's still very unusual to me. Lights are out at the White House. There was no button for a few days, no Secret Service button. Now they put one in. Is it connected to anything? I don't think so. There's not snipers on the roof. Where is he? He's not there. If, he, if the president was there, there'd be snipers on the roof. There's not. There's another video of like 12 guys on the roof at one time. What is going on exactly? I don't know. Okay. We talked about the crazy energy from space. Oh, this is in Amsterdam. North Amsterdam. And they're <laughs> blowing up a footbridge over one of the canals. And the next night, these jackasses went and blew up somebody's car. Awesome. Um... But again, I think this ties in, and there's, you know, we covered the riots and so forth that are going on all around Amsterdam. And in different parts of the world, too, it's been a very uh, tumultuous last several, uh, last year, I would say, almost, with 
you know, Lebanon and all the banks collapsing there. Uh, it's, it's supposed to peak tomorrow and the next day. So sit back, relax. Don't get involved. It's supposed to work out. I don't know. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. But it's not worth getting caught up in this if it's just a show, right? All right. Uh, here's Twitter's Birdwatch. And this is, uh, oh, what's his name? Jack Probasek. And he's pointing out, yeah, he's verified his email, verified his phone, verified that it's a trusted U.S. phone carrier, that it's two-factor authentication enabled, but, oh, no, re no recent notice of Twitter rules violation. So if you violate the rules, you can't be part of Birdwatch. So what are they going to do? Well, that's obviously going to narrow dissent. So whoever gets in there and starts reporting people, they get kicked out of the program, and then it just keeps going down that path. This is, yeah, they're just clamping down on free speech. So, okay, I think that's it for that day. And, oh, let me make sure there's nothing. Yeah, we hit that. We hit that. We hit that. Yes. Okay. Um, so it came out, we're starting to get some of these uh, Russiagate documents out. This is, uh, oh gosh, what was this guy's name? John Solomon, who uh, got the copy and was working through them, putting the stories together. Well, listen to this. For months now, we've wondered exactly when did the FBI know that the Carter Page allegations in the Christopher Steele dossier, the allegations that Carter Page was colluding with Russia to hijack the Trump campaign and its election in 2016. When did they know they were false? Well, now we know. Uh, newly declassified documents obtained by Just the News shows that the FBI had intercepted a conversation. Actually, it was one of their human sources, Stefan Halper, wearing a wire, in which Carter Page was asked about the four different allegations in the Steele dossier. He didn't know he was talking to an FBI informant, and in all four, he knocked down the allegations. He said he didn't know the two Russians he was accused of meeting with. He said he had no role in the platform for the Republican convention. He knocked down two other very important allegations that Steele made, which means before the FBI went to the FISA they court, knew. they already knew the Carter Page allegations were bunk. The only problem is they never told the judges. They lied to the FISA courts to spy on the president. That's treason. That's a plot every bit as pernicious as this one. I don't think this is going to go away, folks. Okay. It turns out, this is interesting, so I did a little digging into Mar-a-Lago by a little digging, basically read the wiki page. It's all on there. Uh, and I found that it was willed to the U.S. government in 1973 by the Harris of Post Serial to be in a winter to be a winter White House. It was given back in 1981 due to the cost uh, for maintenance. Trump bought it for roughly 10 million dollars. He loves a good real estate deal, distressed property, likes to fix them up, run them right, and make some money. 
Uh, it has three bomb shelters, and in 2017, Trump's press secretary revealed that it had an SCIF uh, also, which is a situation room where they monitor operations. Trump's house has three bomb shelters, a SCIF, and has been referred to as the Winter White House. Hmm. And of course, I had a couple people on Twitter uh, attack me and make fun of me for this. So I went and showed the source of CNN taking a picture inside the SCIF room and then blocked both of them because I don't have time for stupid. Okay. Uh, this is really good. Let me see if, uh, yeah. This is the whole 21 gun salute. So this is another one of those anomalies that is like an open question that suggests A, there's more than meets the eye here and B, there's something seriously going on. Like this is a, uh, a real indicator because I went and watched uh, these 21 gun salutes. They normally start right after the president's sworn in. They normally use four cannons. Um, Biden's, they shot the gun 21 times, but it was two cannons, not four. Uh, and so there were some things that are different here, and uh, Kane Koa lays it out for us here on Gab. Presidents always receive a 21-gun salute with four guns at three-second intervals during their inauguration. And they're like, they have four guys, I think it's in the video here, where one's like, huh, huh, and the other guy's, huh, 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 and they make funny sounds, and they're stopwatch. And both of those guys have another guy who's watching them to make sure they're doing it right. Um, so it's like a, it, you know, it's very precise. It's very uh, orchestrated, planned out. They do it a specific way. It's not like, all right, fire the thing 21 times. No, not how it's done. It's done with military precision in a specific way, the same way each year. The gun salute happens right after the president is sworn in while the U.S. presidential anthem Hail to the Chief plays. Well, guess what? That didn't happen this year. Here it is for Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Obama, and Trump. But for some reason, Biden doesn't receive a presidential 21-gun salute at his inauguration. Does anyone know why Biden didn't get a presidential 21-gun salute? If that's not strange enough, watch these clips of the traditional laying of the wreath at Arlington Cemetery. Here are Bush, Obama, and Trump laying the wreaths, but notice how Biden does not lay the wreath. Instead, the wreath is already laid there for him. All he gets to do is go up and look at it. Why do you think that is? I have no clue what any of this means, but surely the military takes their tradition very seriously, and I agree. Uh, and both of these ceremonies seem to be performed the exact same way, going back to at least Reagan, if not longer. So help me God. So what's going so on here? So help me God. So help me God. So there was. Uh, so, oh, come so help on. me God. So there's Bush, Obama, Clinton, so Trump, Reagan. And you can hear them. There's four of them lined up. Very meaningful work. They move the place around, but it's always four. You've got the four guys back here doing the timing and counting. You've got two guys on each gun every time. Part of the 21 gun salute. Yeah, of course it's going to not play fast enough. Erg. 
This is Obama's. And you can't change the resolution, so that's probably the problem. You just don't have enough bandwidth. And you can hear it going off while Hail to the Chief is playing. And then they're showing it happening at the same time. This year didn't happen that way. Happened when he was at Arlington Cemetery. And it wasn't four crews. It was three guns and only two of them, the, the two on the far right, were the ones firing. Why? And this is what some of you in the audience were saying. Uh, this is what they do for a foreign di visiting foreign dignitaries. Which... God, so help me God. Here's Biden. This may be too painful to get through if it doesn't pick up here. Uh, but of course, he is... Uh, He's being sworn in. Oh, yeah, it's not even queuing ahead. Congratulations, Mr. President. No guns. Oh, boy. <laughs> he did a great gag with the pen. Did y'all see that? We're going to, we'll watch it probably tomorrow. Awesome. Great acting. No guns. Good job, guys. We did it. We did it. We got away with it. They don't suspect a thing. <laughs> so, something is awry. I promise you. At least that's my thought on it. Yeah, okay. You get the idea. Let me skip ahead here and see if there's, I think there's probably some footage of them shooting the guns for him. And you can see maybe that there's three and only two of them are firing. We'll find out here in just a second. Oh, how I love CenturyLink. The speeds are just so blistering fast and the upgrade options too. Those are excellent. Yeah, all right, that's isn't going to fucking work. All right, that's done. Okay. Now, think about this. So how do you constitutionally remove someone from office who's no longer in office, right? Like, what's the point of this? Aren't you, when you impeach somebody for the second time, isn't the point to get them out of office? Well, Trump's already out of office. What are they doing? Well, they're trying to impeach him to ban him from ever holding public office again. Why would they do that? He's old. He's not going to want to run again in 2024. Unless maybe there's elections coming sooner, like maybe March. Then this makes sense. They're in full panic, and this would be a Hail Mary for them trying to get Trump out of the picture yet again. Folks, they did it for four years with this Russiagate nonsense, which they knew was a lie. They knew it. You just heard from the declassified documents. The FBI knew the whole thing was fabricated, and they went to the secret court to get a secret warrant to spy on the government, on the president, to overthrow him. 
this is treason. And if you think this is going to just get swept under the rug, I don't think you're paying attention here. I think we're past that point. They've gotten away with it for a long time, but that's about to change. Now, another interesting thing, people got envelopes. I can't, I, I don't know if anybody's made out the text, found a really high resolution one. I haven't seen that. I don't know if everybody got them. It looks like they're under most of the chairs here. So it could have been just part of a, I don't know, welcome packet or something like that. And they put them in these manila envelopes, but uh, there's a bunch of them that went out and they're carrying them around. They're not like leaving them behind. It looks like, you know, you can see one, two, three people carrying them. What's in there? I don't know. Okay. Uh, remember, kids, I'm, I'm tweeting this out. Uh, Trump just doesn't know what he's saying in the first tweet. And then the second one, well, he can't spell either. He didn't just call Biden Biden, did he? So there's two tweets here. One, uh, it's, uh, it's a quote from C-SPAN on this interview, and I'm just going to play it for you here. To mention my name 76 times in the speech, that means he's in trouble. Now, what does the 76 times mean? And the man that he's talking about is, of course, Biden. So, is Biden, is he, is that a reference to 1776? I think that's probably a safe bet. I mean, maybe there's others or a better explanation, but that makes a lot of sense. So, he's saying Trump, 1776, revolution time people, listen to the rest. Again, with the mindset that he's talking to us, use, he's using comms, he's talking to us in codes. Trouble. Now, I have to tell you, he's a different guy. He looks... He's a different guy. He looks different. He looks different than he used to. He acts different than he used to. He's even slower than he used to be. So I don't know. <laughs> but when he mentions my name... He looks different. He acts different. He's slower than he used to be, so I don't know. When he mentions my name 76 times, 76, 1776, revolution. That many times, I guess I should be complimented. <laughs> so, how do you want to take that? Now, put that back in context with this. Uh, North Korea fired off some small weapons. This is a Trump tweet, which disturbed some of my people and others, but not me. I have confidence that Chairman Kim will keep his promise to me, and, and he supposedly got the deep state out of, you know, got them out from under the, uh, the deep state because they were just being used as puppets, right, and kept poor. And I think Trump wants to fix that and help those people. Uh, I have confidence that Chairman Kim will keep his promise to me and also smiled when he called Swamp Man Joe by Dan with an A, not by Den, by Dan, a low IQ individual and worse. Perhaps uh, that's sending me a signal. He's actually, he's referencing comms. And what did Ezra come in and tell us? By Dan is the actor. I don't know. Some people are like, well, I thought he got a facelift and veneers on his teeth. What do you think they would tell you if they replaced him with an actor? Do you think they might do all that stuff to make him look more like Biden? Maybe. 
I don't know. But you know what? Here's more evidence of Trump kind of hinting at the same thing. Is he talking in codes? Is he just a complete idiot? I don't know. I tend to think the former rather than the latter. So, okay, we got better pictures of this. And again, you know, I was trying to figure out what it is. Are there rooms in here? I think it's just a press platform. We saw what it was used for. Uh, they're taking it down today. These are, we're not actually buses, but they're, um, there's two, there was another one here. I guess this picture, it's not there, but they're like construction uh, trailers. You can see the air conditioner on the back where people can sit inside. Um, and then it looked like some bars here, but I think that might be the fence on the other side catching the light. So I think there's just a press platform. They're taking it down and that's done. I don't know. That's my best guess. At the same time, we've had day after day after day of darkness in the over the night at the White House. So take that, you know, read into that as little or as much as you guys want to. Uh, here it is. Uh, it's 11 p.m. in D.C. This was last night. And the lights just went out on the White House, just, you know, right on clockwork. I was watching the live stream when it happened. Uh, Washington Monument still lit and an interesting story. The Park Service has no idea why. Oh, what is that? I don't even know. Texas I want, GOP Senator Ted Cruz on Tuesday. I want this one right here. Um, the Park Service has no idea why the lights went out, but they're going to get to the bottom of it. I guarantee you they are. I bet you they never find out what happened. But I think they were on they were on last night, so it was a one-time thing. Um, but if you read, the Washington Monument lights went out on Sunday, leading officials to try and figure out why the exterior lights um, of the Washington Monument are currently out. The National Park Service tweeted on Sunday evening. We are investigating and we'll have them restored as soon as possible. <laughs> Users took as social media to speculate as the reason for the outage. Oh, those conspiracy theory theorists, damn them. Uh, with, which appeared to leave the famed monument in darkness besides its red lights at the top for warning aircraft. So there you go. Another kind of curious thing. A lot of curious things happening around this president, around this presidency. Seems like Trump may have been giving us codes about all this stuff. We'll see what happens with the stock market over the next few days and what happens with crypto and so forth. But I think we could be in for a bumpy ride, uh, primarily based on uh, Ezra and what he's tweeted out. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Let's run through some of his tweets here. I do like to peruse through them. We own this painting. There's a, there's prints of it. Uh, there's a hundred that are the big one and 200 uh, that are a smaller version. That's like $300. The big one's 400 and something. And we've got one of those now because apparently it's, it's going to sell out once all this comes undone, right? Okay, so here's the one. We've seen this where he says, uh, peaceful transition of military power. There's 
as some people said, to military power, but it's of transition from who to who is my question. Law enforcement, are they... General William Walker, the commanding general... Oh, uh, yeah, it's not worth playing. Here's another interesting one. He's pointing out, uh, this is a Giuliani tweet, the story behind uh, Joe Biden supporting impeachment. His campaign on unity was a head fake, and head fake is all caps and hyphenated. The real strategy is division. Why? I break it down here, and he's talking about Biden, of course. And Ezra's pointing out head fake with a, a wink and a smile, right? What are they telling us? Are they talking in codes, or is all this just coincidence? Of course, we covered the GameStop one. Here's Kerry before and after. Man, he looks good. He looks real good. Maybe he's been replaced by an actor, too. I don't know. Of course, the Proud Boys leader. Turns out you're going to be shocked that he was an FBI informant. So we have Antifa, you know, FBI informants, and we have... Uh, the leader of the Proud Boys being an FBI informant. If you think these people aren't getting marching orders, go here, do this. We need you to do this. We need you to make this happen. You're not paying attention. They are controlled opposition. Exactly what's in the opening song that I uh, beat, you know, beat you guys to death with because it is so dead on. They control both sides. They control the narrative. That's been their strategy all this time, and you guys keep falling for it. And now the wheels are coming off the cart. The control mechanisms are starting to break. And GameStop, we're stopping the games here, is one example of how that paradigm is coming apart. And we're about to head into some very, very interesting times, in my opinion. Here's one comparing the Reichstag fire to the cap storming of the Capitol. I've, I've talked about that already, and I, I, I agree. I think that it's exactly the same event. Uh, oh, he's tweeting. Damn it. Uh, he's tweeting out uh, Poole, who's kind of been in the XRP community for a long time. And he's saying, last time I'm going to say this is two hours ago. Uh, if you haven't sold your stocks, your stocks, do it now. If you have a 401k and are looking long-term, that's fine. It will recover, but we are heading much lower until then. And Pool has posted a black swan, but it's actually dyed green. Um, or no, he posted this picture. One of these government agencies posted a green swan, and it's the the idea that uh, it's a green swan event and somebody wrote a paper with that and the person's last name is Ripple. Okay, and I, this is a just a great summary. We'll see if this one is going to play for us. I think I've actually got it in tomorrow. To me, that feels very unfair. Nah, we'll play that tomorrow. So, and I think that's probably where I want to wrap up. Yeah, Let me make sure there's nothing else here. Yeah, here's where they're taken down. This was this morning. 
they were pulling off the uh, upper railing and just dismantling the whole thing. So it's coming down. No gallows, unfortunately. And what is this? Oh, yes. The remember the stolen laptop, Pelosi's stolen laptop that was stolen by this girl and then was going to be sold to the Russians. Darn those Russians. Quote, in the allegations of theft of the computer, she's charged with aiding and abetting, not the actual theft itself. Kramer said during the hearing, in fact, law enforcement searched everywhere and she does not have the computer. They searched the car and the house. Following the hearing, Kramer told BuzzFeed News over the phone that Williams denies all of the accusations made against her from the theft itself, including aiding uh, or encouraging the theft to the allegations of attempting to sell it to Russia and alleged uh, that they and alleged that they were all lies made up by an ex who, as he said in the hearing, vowed revenge on Williams for various things. Williams has filed for a restraining order against that ex. Kramer added, Kramer added that he thinks that uh, Williams never had the laptop at all. The Justice Department has declined to comment on this suggestion. So no laptop, no evidence that she took it, but we know that it was gone. And Ezra told us that night, eight hours before the, it was leaked or uh, communicated to the media, that they had the laptops and people were making deals and that was a keystone because that linked everything. Remember what was going on? It was in the midst of the uh, appointing the electors. No, it was in the midst of the, of the uh, inauguration, so forth, where they're trying to push this thing through or the certification is what it was. Uh, and of course... She's going to be communicating with handlers left and right. And then let's not forget you this way during the inauguration. And I think part of what was going on is that cop saw that the other lady was coming over to talk to her real quick. And that's why she was angry. That's why she was hostile with her gestures and very, hey, no, no, no. Don't you dare talk to her. Get over here. I think that's what she was expressing right and it's because she's in custody not by the marshals don't you dare <laughs> so all right that's what i got i'll take a few questions for you guys and then we're going to get out of here uh i'm glad y'all enjoy it so those of you that think that i just stopped making videos instead of knowing like i told you weeks ago that youtube was going to kick me off their platform eventually and it could happen at any time. Uh, and I was, I've been streaming on, you know, DLive, on Twitch, on uh, uploading videos to Rumble. So video, there's several to catch up with. For those of you that haven't seen them, uh, some interesting things happened. And hopefully you guys figure this out and kind of branch out. I see a lot of you are staying with DLive and Twitch over 100 on both those i'm happy with that we've had them at 250 uh during all of this and then of course the various views on the different platforms have all gone up as well so a lot of you i think most of you have gone out and found it you need to be able to do that because of the situation and the environment that we're in so 
Okay. Okay, yeah, so there's the green swan. It's okay, we don't need to show it, but it's uh, the BIS um, that did that, that released that PDF with the green swan. When did Pool post that? Was it before the PDF came out from the BIS? That's interesting. Uh, where to find more energy on info on the space energy spike? Uh, so go to Cliff High. Hold on, let me bring him up here. There he is on Twitter. You can go to halfpasthuman.com. Uh, he has a YouTube channel. It's Cliff with one F, C-L-I-F. Um, and he's he's been talking about it over his last few videos. I watched his um, Woo Woo War video that he just uh, put out recently. I think I watched that last night while I was trying to go to sleep. Um, he's put out another one on year zero, and then one before that, I think, was where he uh, primarily talked about um, the whole energy from space affecting people over the 28th and 29th. And he's a, he's a wacky dude. He knows a lot of stuff and very opinionated like me and, uh, is a fascinating thinker and he will make you think just like I do. At least some of you anyway. <laughs> uh, and I, you know, he puts out some good stuff as well. What is this? Even they know this is bullshit. Antifa Republicans, or do they think this is a FF with Repubs dressed block? <laughs> oh, I think they're trying to say it was, oh yeah, of course. They're trying to blame that attack on the Democrats as Republicans. Yeah. All right, guys. Cool story. Because that's the narrative, right? I think that's the plan here as well. We're going to make the Trump people so mad, they will rise up and start rioting and so forth. And then we can pull off some kind of false flag. We'll bring our Antifa guys in there to foment the violence or foment the violence and get it started. And then we'll be able to come in and crack down with whatever kind of draconian measures uh, we want to, right? And I think that's, that's really the plan. So uh, that's Cliff High. I highly recommend you check him out. He, he, he's uh, an interesting character that has a very unique point of view. Okay. Uh, has Biden been seen getting into Marine One in the last week? Uh, I haven't seen it. I don't know if that's happened or not. Uh, it's one page. Okay, I'll have to look at that later, uh, but thank you. Snakes. Oof. All right. Um, what's the Twitter handle of Ezra? Guys, Twitter is at we're at war with Twitter. All right. This is on Gab. Ghost Ezra, E-Z-R-A. You can't just sit there on the enemy's platform and think you're going to be getting all the information, that they're not filtering it and censoring it and controlling the content that you consume because that's the whole point of those platforms. Someone's saying, yeah, these Fs don't listen. I do not get triggered on Nasara. I don't, that doesn't happen. <laughs> what gives Ezra credibility? So I, I talked about that, the laptop. Uh, thanks for all this. I know many people are wringing their hands daily. Yeah, a lot and like, 
audience, half of them are gone, which is fine. We'll be right or we'll be wrong. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, I point them here to calm them down. I, you know, regardless of the things that are wrong, and there's a lot because there's so many people that see that think they find something, don't bother to research it or dig into it, and then they share it and it goes like crazy. And then it's somebody like me that actually takes the time to chase down as many of these as I can uh, to prove them one way or the other. And a lot of them go, I mean, like that Biden uh, anomalies that Ezra put out, how many on that list were wrong? I think it was the majority of them, right, that, that we debunked. And yet there's still things, the 21 gun salute, the lack of the call button box disappearing, the office anomalies. He's in the White House now. I think that he is. And they've done some, you know, press things there probably to sell it. But there's other things uh, that just still don't add up that are, uh, you know, just don't sit well. The white, the Washington Monument going dark, the White House being dark, on and on. So uh, I don't know what you're at about the market crash. I, um, I don't think so. If after P is a mod for Wall Street bets, I, I don't think so. Um, but I think you know, Wall Street bets could have uh, some serious uh, backing that they not may not be aware of is backing them, right? Like, could be intelligence services in there buying to sustain this thing and make this whole thing happen, not just a few kids on a Reddit channel. Although, <coughs> that's entirely possible that they're doing it on their own, but I would bet they have some help. From the white hats is my my guess okay <laughs> when we're xrp rich i'm trusting that you buy the land for an anarchist society well buy it from who roger ver tried to do that um and i don't think it worked i'd rather uh i'm a uh, peaceful evolutionist i'd rather evolve people's thinking because the world that exists today is a reflection of what we think it should be. And when our thinking changes, the world can't help but reflect those changes. That's how we get there. Uh, Python 3, I don't know what that is. Videos, oh, I guess you're making a backup of all my videos. <laughs> cool. By all means, and you, you guys can post them anywhere. Just don't monetize them, but you can, you know, make clips or whatever you guys want to do with it. Uh, did you see the video on young children exiting the White House? Then it goes dark. No, I haven't. Uh, if somebody can get me that clip with a time code where I can see it. I, I mean, I've watched that whole series of events from the live stream and the fireworks, but like there, I don't think there were two fireworks shows. There was the inauguration fireworks. I don't know the, the rest. Um, and I'm, I'm still not sure what to think of that, uh, that video that was out there, but I watched it on D live before it, uh, or Twitch, I think before it was deleted. So I got to see the original, which was still not that great. Um, I am good thoughts on Hedera Hashgraph. So I did a video on it, uh, when they launched and I thought, it's a little overhyped currently. 
Uh, if they can pull these things off, they'll be successful. I think they've got the right idea. Uh, they're focusing on the right things. They have a, a organization behind it driving utility and adoption. I think that's a key component. Um, I haven't kept up with them though, so I don't know. But I, you know, my I was kind of neutral on it. I I didn't I wasn't about to jump in. I said wait a week or two, I think, and it plummeted. You know. 50% or 60% or something and leveled out kind of about the time I said, uh, but I ended up not getting any. So, but if, uh, you know, that's what you want. Sam, did you see the Senate chair announce no pain, uh, pains of imprisonment comment before the impeachment or on pains of, of imprisonment? Yes, that's standard because in an impeachment hearing, the senators are, jurors the equivalent of jurors so they're not allowed to talk guys you got to research this stuff before you try and spread these rumors around that's nothing out of the ordinary at all how do you think trump's executive orders will affect facebook and their coin libra and dm yeah i don't know i don't know what's going to be done with these guys if all this comes out and they get hit with sanctions i mean will there be a facebook is my question and what will that look like and imagine it will go down for some period of time until they can change out leadership if it's if it's even going to come back so johnny depp is playing by dan depp transformed uh with height and hair months ago which means this was planned months before that well this has supposedly been going on for two years so i don't think that's him if you know following ezra's narrative he's saying sometime after the 2018 uh or i guess 18 months you're saying months ago so yeah no i he could be coming off of adrenochrome like i think that's happened to a lot of these people we'll see uh are they looking to short silver now there's a there's rumblings of that will it catch hold is another thing but i think there's the 15 million options at the end of the month on the one that on the cat that they've already got by the tail um, or the tiger that they've got by the tail. So they're going to pursue that. And then I think afterwards there's maybe a chance of something like that. We'll see. Of course it could be uh, chaos tomorrow on wall street. We'll time will tell. DNI report turned in on January 7th. Apparently haven't been able to find it uh, to read. I saw a pic of it saying 30 days to act on uh, the foreign interference. No, I think that's 45 days that the Treasury has, and they will make recommendations going forward. Of course, what's happening with, uh, you know, most pe there's most of the Treasury posts are vacant, which is rather interesting. Um, any truth to this? Have you? I have not seen the report. It was never published. We did see, you know, that remember they picked out the Russians, the Ukrainians, and, and sanctioned them to try and play that narrative. I, you know, it's either going to come out through the military or we're never going to hear about it is, is what it comes down to. How long do you think the SEC? I don't know. Big props for doing two streams. Yep. You're welcome. I've been planning this one yesterday, so it was already prepped. I normally it takes, you know, an, at least an hour sometime because I go through all the links. I highlight things. I read everything. Think about what I want to say. A lot of times I'll spend two or three hours, like from 3 p.m. on, uh, half browsing, looking at stuff for the next day, 
and half uh, preparing to do the show. And so I had this one ready to go. The Bitcoin or the crypto stuff, there were like four or five tweets that all came in that were like interesting things I wanted to talk about. So I'm like, hey, I'll do a show this morning and chat about that. So uh, will Klaus Schwab release his cyber pandemic soon? I don't know. I, you know, I, I think there's a chance that they'll release some kind of false flag. Domestic terrorism is possible. Uh, uh, the, could be these strains, these new COVID strains that are more deadly or something possible. Uh, could be some kind of cyber attack. I mean, look at all the stuff we've seen going down. Maybe that, that's, that's what those are. Maybe those are attempts to attack the USA infrastructure and not the White Hats. I tend to think it's the other way around, but we'll see. Um, so, yeah. It could be, it could be any, it could be an EMP if they want to take us back to the stone age for 20 years and, you know, really lose all control and hope they come out the other side with the upper hand, which they probably will. Okay. Wonder what happened to that. Okay. Yeah. So we just answered that. Okay, at least you put the smiley faces, Carl. Somebody's asking me, what's your favorite Nasera or Article 230? <laughs> trigger words, trigger words. I need a, I need a triggered button. I, I need to get back to putting all these buttons in. The voice processor sent it off. $62 to ship it to New York. Holy crap. And that was priority mail. It weighs 13 pounds. It's like, when did shipping become that much? Um, but it's coming back Friday. So if I'm here to sign for it, I will have that uh, ready to go. I don't know what time it's getting here, but uh, looking forward to that. Okay. If we're wrong about this one, it won't be safe to live in America. If you're, if you're conservative, might be time to get out while the getting is good. I mean, I, yeah, I guess if that's what you want to do, run away. top three favorite porn stars. I don't know them all by name. Um, yeah, I'll come up with a list and then uh, we can, I, I can answer that later. You just have to ask me again. <laughs> Not that I'm shying away from the question. I don't want to take five minutes to <laughs> answer it <laughs> while 100% of the female audience tunes out. The Italians are days away from plundering the Vatican. I, I mean, maybe, I don't know. It's going to take some serious upheaval, I think, for that to happen. But I think it's very possible that that whole WebBot prediction happens. Uh, there are some billionaires swimming in that GME pool. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that was a huge move. They know what they're doing. Um, and it could, be, it could be at the direction of this whole after P crowd. That's very possible. Mara Largo means sea to lake. As in, it's an oceanfront property, lots of water to watch there. Oh, okay, yeah, that's another good little analogy to watch the water. Uh, Italian tempers are flaring. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, people are going crazy. Like, it's, I think it's Cliff's onto something. Oh, sorry, I didn't know. I haven't been on comments. I think Cliff's onto something with this whole energetic energies from space, from the sun. His WebBot reports described it for years and years that it was going to drive people wonky. I think it was one of the terms that he used in his reports. So 
love that, Sam. And Ripple is showing us the benefits of interoperability. Humans are humans more cooperating, the better. Yeah. Uh, Maxwell Docs set to be uh, declassed a week and a day from the 19th. That's today, so soon. Okay, good. Yeah, I listened to part like the first part of the call. I thought the judge was actually being pretty fair and very thorough describing uh, her decisions and the reasoning behind those, the justifications for those decisions and talking through the various uh, uh, whatever witness 1291, you know, they've got literally like hundreds of people that they have uh, pseudonyms with a number for you know john 231 or something they've literally got hundreds and hundreds of people named in this suit so it's big i, I think it's going to be something pretty significant uh okay so i somebody sent me the robert Steele video with the guy in the white shirt the long hair the guy was full of shit okay i watched his body language his speech patterns i don't believe a word of what he said like, I mean, I'm sure there's some things that he's saying that are true, if, if that's what the ones you're referencing. Um, I don't believe that what that guy was saying was true. Uh, I, I don't know if I've seen the one you're talking about, though. So I'll have to check it out later. Uh, when you do get a live stream with Pomp, how long until you have a, a reaction live with Brad? I had no idea. I don't think Brad's ever going to talk to me. <laughs> especially after the lawsuit video where I called him an asshole. <laughs> I think out of that whole thing, I think he's probably one of the worst actors uh, with what the, you know, reading through all the SEC claims. And I'll, I'll come back to that at some point here. I'm kind of waiting to see their response and what they file and so that we can get their side of the story because right now all we have is the SECs and it doesn't look very good, right? But again, I'm not going anywhere because I know how this thing's going to turn out. Or I have an idea at least where it's going. Okay, I'll look at that later. Evolution has to start somewhere. Perhaps getting a good example uh, would ripple onto others. Hey, I, I mean, if that's what you want to do, go for it. But look at like Sealand. They created their own little house out in the ocean and the fucking government sent the Navy out <laughs> to tow their little uh, platform, oil platform, that was out in international waters back into sea. Like, what fucking right do you have to do that? How dare you people? The governments are never going to let people be free. They're slave masters, people. These flags are plantations, you're the livestock. You're on their plantation, and it's a free-range plantation, and you can change plantations, but you can't leave it. And until you understand that, you're not paying attention. That's really what it comes down to for me. Uh, Vegas bookies not paying out Biden till March 4th. I've heard that. I don't know why, but it, I, I don't know if that's real or if that's all of them or some of them, but... That's very interesting. So no, I can't confirm it. Sorry. Uh, I would like to, though. If somebody can and can get me that, we'll include it in a bombing run and mention it. Oh, let me get rid of email before that goes off again. Sorry, guys. 
Uh, so there's possibility of a dirty bomb in Washington. Perhaps there's something to that as Monkey Works tracked a special specialty air sniffing helicopter to Washington. You know, I was watching the live stream and there was a uh, uh, Blackhawk flying literally like 20 feet over the building tops across uh, back behind the White House. So I, I, I've never seen that. I'm sure it happens, but he was very low. I wonder if that was the same helicopter. That that makes some sense. You know, like they're they're desperate. This is it. It's make or break time. I think the whole house of cards is about to come down. If they can create enough chaos, they might be able to regain control, and and that's going to be their plan, no doubt. Will they be able to stop them? Perhaps. But that also could be tied into this energy on the 28th and 29th peaking. Um, so. Ezra made a reference to Biden's name is Joe also, and that we will be amused when we learn who it is. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, would those not who are, uh, would those, would not those who are sided with Biden be sus about all that is talked about on here if it is what's happening or are they that naive or ignorant? I'm not, I, I it's, that's word salad. Um, I, think I know what you're saying. Uh, like, I, you know, they could send him on a trip somewhere for two weeks and he's away from everybody and he comes back. They haven't had a reference of him for a couple weeks. Um, they do, you know, various cover stories. These intelligence agencies have no doubt been doing this kind of thing before. Um, so I'm sure they've got, you know, pretty convincing things, ways and methods and so forth. Uh, I talked about how they could have all of their communications and turn their phone on and record them when they're in their homes and record conversations with their significant others and so forth. So I, I don't know how far that, that rabbit hole goes or if it's true or not. We're going to find out. All you got to do is sit back and wait. I, I, I don't want to sit there and speculate about, well, is it this one or is it this way? Or did they? I don't know. Nobody knows. We'll find out. Okay, what price do you see Theta running to? I have no idea. Um, okay, yeah, let's wrap up there. That's enough. I'm kind of tired. So there you go. Interesting things happening still. And, you know, I think this, um, this look on history right here is an important one to take and think about. And there's also some documentaries on Lincoln and the conspirators that kind of tells the whole story like a history channel style uh, video. If you want to learn a little bit more about how it all went down. Um, but I think this could be coming again. I don't think the fat lady has sung yet. So there we go. I'm Sam. I am. We'll catch y'all next broadcast. Hello. Clock ticking, tick, ticking like tick tock, tock, moon soup. We about to let off, tick tock. Got you looking at your wristwatch. Don't hip hop, cause we about to moonshine. Time is ticking, you're still supporting people that surely praying that the coins you're buying is the winning sitting in your car wasting time for my wing tick tocking brain is on foot clogging up your crypto vision
Galaxy vibrations messing up your soul mission They say patience is a virtue But your weak hands got you lose hope And pushes you in the end of your rope Clock ticking, ticking like tick-tock Boom, so we about to let off Tick-tock, got you looking at your wristwatch Don't hip-hop, cause we about to moonshine Bag stuff to the tip-top Not much time left on the clock Going tick-tock Time my bags packed and my keys locked Headed for the moonshot You're not ready and it's moon o'clock Look at me as we boosting up I told you so, now we at the top Champagne pouring, pop the top I double down, I got my sparks dropped We at the XRP money swap it's Lady E here in motion, following intuition and not emotions. I'm wrapping all the women of crypto nation, manifesting my crypto goal to come in fruition. I'm buying dips, holding strong, but not for long. Soon I'll be out.